Well, welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, from the yararose.com website. That's Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E.com. I recently purchased a new deck of cards that I use to get intuitive information, and it is The Secret Language of Light by Denise Jarvie. And the card that I drew today was so amazing. And the message was so important and and fit perfectly with the things that I wanted to talk about today. So I'm going to read you that page. It was the card of sensitivity. And it says, you are becoming more sensitive to the energy and vibrations that precede all physical creation. We can all sense these energies, but our rational minds often override our feelings. Sense beyond what you see with your eyes and hear with your mind. Trust your heart will bring together the most up-to-date information through your senses When we are open to sensing and feeling love, it also means we are open to sensing and feeling fear. This clarifies the importance of actively choosing where you place your gaze and how you focus your energy. Don't let old stories determine what you will think and feel. There is no hiding behind words. Feeling sorry for another or situation doesn't help them or you. It takes you to a place where you can't hear any solutions and feeds back what they already know. You came here to create reality, not to accept it. You attract what you are, not what you think or what you say, but what you feel. Celebrate your sensitivity. Without it, you may not realize you have a choice. What do you want to bring into your life? I think that card sums up most of what I've talked about in all of my podcast episodes about truly figuring out who you are and why you're here and what you're here for and believing in yourself and trusting and loving yourself that you're willing to show up in the world the way that you want to authentically truly and it's not always easy to show up in the world as as the person that you are we're taught from a young age to put on different masks depending on the situation that you're going into and for me i know that that's been really challenging to break But I see how important it is, and I know how much it's made a difference in my life for me feeling whole and better all around in every area. I had a conversation with my sister the other day, and I said something along the lines of, I don't know why everyone is so scared of dying, because to me, dying is similar to giving birth. And your body and your soul knows exactly what to do when it comes time to die, and it just takes over. It's on autopilot. To me, when I think of dying, it seems like the easy part of life. But that's also looking at it from my perspective, and I completely understand that there's different perspectives out there. And I can understand how if you don't believe in an afterlife, and if you really truly think that your soul doesn't go on, or if you've been taught and believe firmly that there's a hell that you may go to, I can understand where there's hesitation and fear. I don't believe in those things. So to me, dying seems easy. And when I said this to her, she said, you know, it's not necessarily dying that people are scared of. They're scared of dying without living their life to the fullest. Dying before they accomplish this or they do this or they finally felt that success and that it was okay to go. And it made me think of how many times we live our lives for other people. We put on our mask 
for this occupation or this role or that role. And we fulfill the duties that we felt we were supposed to where we live every day for those people and those roles that we're playing, but we're still waiting to live the life that we really truly wanted to, the life that we came here to live. Many of us have no idea what our authentic self even is anymore. I know I didn't. And that makes sense to me then. And with that information, it makes sense to me why people may be scared to die. But then it makes me wonder what they're waiting for. In that case, what are they waiting for? When is it going to be time for them to start being them true selves? When is it going to be time to find out who they want to be? When I first started therapy, it was really weird because one of the questions was asking me what I wanted my legacy to be. And it said something about when I die, what do I want people to remember me for? And I thought that was weird because I don't know, I guess I had never thought about that. Like, when I die, I always thought, well, what does it matter? I'm dead, right? <laughs> I really couldn't figure it out. But then it, it showed up again in, in one of my life coaching classes that I took. On this particular workbook, it had a, a headstone. And it asked, what would you want on your headstone? What do you want the world to remember you for? What is it that all of these places, what are they looking for by asking these questions? What are they wanting you to think about? And now I understand that the purpose of these questions is to get you thinking, to get you looking in and examining yourself and finding out what it is you truly want to do and accomplish in this life. How do you want to be remembered? And that's a big question. It goes back to, what did I come down here for? Why am I here? I chose to be here, so what am I doing here? A reoccurring theme in many books that I've read and many subjects and classes that I've taken is that the only person in the world we have control over is ourself. That's it. We have no control over anyone else, any external condition, anything. Which is interesting because we are taught that we do have control over those things. And we try so hard to behave in certain ways and act in a certain way so that way the external conditions will reward us or that person over there will smile at us. But do you understand that you can stand upside down on your head for this person and stand a different way for that person and a different way for that person and a different way for that person and in the end, one of them is going to be upset with you at some point. Because their idea for how you should behave is going to change based on what they're feeling and what their emotions are. And it doesn't matter how hard you try to adapt, how much you try to change for these people. There's no way you're ever going to make every single person in the world happy. There's not. So why not start now with trying to make the one person in the world happy that you can make happy? And that's yourself. Why not start now figuring out who you are and what you want? I know I've talked to you about this topic and many of these things I've mentioned already today in previous times, but it's just so important to find out who you are, to live life authentically in the way you want to, in the way you were meant to, the way you were destined to. Fulfill those dreams. They're in your heart for a reason. Spirit has been 
having me listen to a song lately that I'm listening to obsessively almost. It's just I, I listen to it at least once a day, if not more. And usually that means that there's a message in it for me that I'm trying to figure out. And it's a beautiful song and it, it raises my vibration every single time I listen to it. I just instantly feel so free. It's serious. It feels like it sets my whole soul and being just free. And it's O Glorious Day by Casting Crowns. And it is about Jesus and how he saved us by dying on the cross for us. And I know that some of you may not believe in Jesus, and that's okay. But this song to me represents so many things that are just so important. And I listen to it and I wonder because I do believe in Jesus Christ and I do believe he died on the cross for us. I believe that his life was a blueprint for how we can all live and be free and heal and live authentically to who we are. There's so many messages that I get out of this song. One of them is, if we're free, then why don't we feel free? What's containing us? What's holding us back? What's chaining us to the lives that we're living if we're not happy with those lives? A lot of it's limiting beliefs, responsibilities, things that we've taken upon ourselves to think that we need to accomplish and we need to do. And we've gotten so used to just following that automated program that in our life for so long, we don't even think about it anymore. We just follow the same programming. And I, I know we've talked about that before. I've talked about how you can identify those by triggers and how you can take extra time in those moments to ask yourself what's really going on. And at that point, you can choose to either follow the program the way you have it, or you can choose to start following a different path, creating a new path in your life. And that's one piece I get from this song. Another piece I get is, in my eyes, Jesus Christ was a savior. He was an amazing man that came to this earth to live life. He had a mission. He knew his mission the entire time. And he worked to spread what his beliefs were in to stand up for those that may not have felt they could and to show us every single one of us that we have the ability to heal and he did threaten people not by him threatening people but just by the fact that he was so different compared to the other people that were living and a lot of times in life when there's someone that's different than the majority they're scary because they can be considered an infection in some eyes. They can bring in these new ideas and these new beliefs that, that challenge everything that was already pre-existing. And that can be scary because if the majority doesn't want change, if the majority is comfortable and they like how things are going, that's terrifying that this person can come in and they can start converting. That they can have the power to come in with their ideas and their beliefs and sh demonstrations and showing and they can convert other people and start taking away from that majority. So what do a lot of people do when we're threatened, when our comfort is threatened? We get defensive, we attack, 
to save and to preserve life as we know it. And that's what happened. He was made an example of. He was different. He was scaring them. And there were some of his own people that were scared and weren't willing to stand up. And they let him die on a cross. And I think the most important, amazing part of the song is the fact that he did die. He died for his beliefs. But he didn't stay dead. He rose again. And that made everything that he had taught previously in his whole life and all of his beliefs even stronger. Because even in death, they couldn't stop him. His truth was revealed. And that's so unbelievably powerful to me. And it translates so much because each one of us has that same source energy, whether it be God or Buddha or whatever. We all have that within us. We are all extensions of that. And we all chose to come down to this earth and add to the group consciousness and learn and help it evolve. We all have a light inside of us. And yes, there are people out there that may try to cover up our light and they can do this by attacking us. They do it in other ways. They do it by making us believe that we are insignificant, that we can't amount to anything, and that if we try to stand up for our beliefs, no one will believe us and everybody will turn against us. They do it by fear. They do it by instilling these limiting beliefs in our systems that we grow up with and that we, many of us don't know how to change and how to fix and how to break free from. As long as you have that light burning inside of you, as long as your heart still holds those dreams inside of it that it came here with, you cannot be defeated. Not even in death will you be defeated. We didn't come here to wait to live. We came here to live. So what is it that you want to do? What dreams are in your heart crying, begging for your attention? And then once you find that out, why are you not pursuing them? I personally can think of a number of reasons why, and I'm sure given any length of time, you have some that come right out as well. Why is it so easy to think of these reasons? Because we've been telling ourselves them over and over and over again, justifying why it's impossible for us to have the thing that we want the most. All of the excuses... I'm sure if you thought about it and you actually dug in, you could counteract most of the excuses and you'd find that the patterns and the, the beliefs that are at the bottom of those no longer serve you. But I think the biggest one that most of us have is simply that we have lived our life the way we have for so long. We're comfortable there. We may not like it, but we know what to expect. And that's more comfortable doing something that we don't necessarily like, but at least we know what to expect. We know what's expected of us each day and how the day is going to go versus stepping out into the unknown, putting ourselves out there on the line and not knowing what's going to happen. I, I know that I still struggle with this. I grow so much and I get to a point where I am comfortable again and I like how things are going. And even though I love to grow and even though I'm excited to see what the next step is, 
I'm also ready just to hang out for a while. <laughs> I don't, I'm ready just to be comfortable again for a while. And then inevitably, the desire to grow is there. And I want to grow more. And in order to grow more, I have to step out again. And it's an endless cycle of being willing to step out into that unknown territory. And to be honest, once you do, there's no stepping back in. Because you're not going to be the same person that you were when you stepped out. Maybe you'll find a new comfort zone, a new place to hang out, but it will never be the same as it was before. So every single time you make this decision to be brave, be courageous, and pursue the unknown, you've changed in a way that you're no longer able to go back into that safe zone that you used to have. I love growing. I love learning. I really dislike the uncomfortable, but it comes down to this for me. What would I rather do more? Be stuck in the same pattern over and over and over again, or be willing to be uncomfortable to see what new opportunities and growth I can experience. And eventually, maybe not right away, I inevitably find myself outside of my current comfort zone. And honestly, it's not always pleasant. Sometimes there are growing pains and periods of doubt and and wondering if I made the right decision. But I'm always very grateful that I took that chance. And I will never regret any of the times that I stepped outside my comfort zone. They have all been for the better. I have a personal experience that I want to share with you. It was a sign that was given to me regarding my own comfort zone and being willing to do some work to move out and move past. For the last two or three months, I've been getting a lot of cards indicating that growth is around the corner And that it may be painful and upsetting initially just because it's uncomfortable to be going through periods of growth. But in the end, it's for my greater good. I will be thankful that I went through these changes. So I've been waiting. And as I said, I don't like being comfortable. But I I know every single time how it's worked out for me. I'm getting ready. And then nothing happens. And I get a little confused and I start doubting and then I'll get another card that says the same thing. So I'm like, okay. And then it was kind of funny. I went to the gas station to fill my car up one day and I wear a heavy winter jacket, right? I live in Minnesota. It's super cold right now. And I've worn this jacket for nine, 10 years. It has no significant value to me except for it keeps me warm. And it was a jacket that was given to my husband from his former workplace. So we don't we don't have any special ties to it, but it was just my jacket. And I knew this fall that I needed to get a new one. And I had been envisioning this beautiful new jacket that represented Yarrow's and the message that I want to share with everyone. But I wasn't quite ready to get that jacket because it was inconvenient. I had tons of reasons why it just made sense just to keep wearing this jacket for another winter. And as I pull into the gas station, I decide to pull ahead a little further than I normally do at the pump. And it was a deliberate decision to pull ahead further because in the past when I hadn't pulled forward, I would always have to open the door and sandwich myself between the door and this rod outside and I didn't want my car door to hit on. 
So today I was like, you know what, instead of doing that, I'm just going to pull a little bit forward. The hose will still reach and then I'll be able to open the door and it won't be a, an issue. So as I make this decision, I get out of my car and I'm excited that I didn't have to squeeze myself in between the in between the hole and I'm able to open it and it's good and smooth and I get my hose hooked up to my car and, and then I hear the gas attendant say that I can fill my car up. So I go to reach over the hose to turn the, the pump on that I want to use and it couldn't reach very well. So I had to reach a little bit further than comfortable and I had to get on my tiptoes and lean over and as I do I ripped my coat. I ripped the whole underarm of my coat and at first I was super annoyed that I had just ripped my winter coat because of this deliberate decision to move forward and then after got done filling up with gas and started on my way home I started to laugh. What a perfect physical manifestation for the things that they have been telling me about. The things that they've been warning me about how it's time to move on, how it's time to move forward with life, how I'm outgrowing my current comfort zone, and it's time to reach beyond what is available here within my current reach. And when you think about what a winter coat does, it's your outer shell, but it's what makes you comfortable in the winter. It's what keeps you warm. It's what keeps you safe. And I had, through a conscious, deliberate decision, ripped that wide open. I don't know, maybe you guys don't think that's amazing, but it just made me laugh because they're always giving me signs like that, reminding me that it is coming and that I am ready and that as much as I may like sometimes to sit still, they know and I know that I will get way more enjoyment out of life moving forward. So I ask you today, what's more important for you? Is it important for you to stay where you are now or do you want to decide? Do you want to make a conscious, deliberate decision on which way you move forward? Because I guarantee you that you are moving in one way or the other. You may be moving in a direction that someone else is moving you or you're moving in your own direction, but no one sits still forever. Life goes on, things change. So why not have them change in a way that you want? I think the reason that I was so excited to share my light card with you today was because it wraps up everything I've been talking about so perfectly. And this is what I mean. I've talked to you about how we are living in an energetic world. Everything is energy. And we are living in a world that operates on law of attraction. So whether you realize it or not, the things that are entering in your life are entering there because of what you're attracting and what your vibrational level is. So that's why I talked about how important focus is. Because what we focus on is what we vibrate at. It's our point of attraction. The more we focus on something, the more that we attract that thing that we're focusing on. So we need to be aware of how we are focusing and how we are deliberately choosing to focus. I have talked to you about how we can choose to be victims in life or we can choose to be creators. And I'm talking to you again today about how you can choose to create the life that you want. You can choose to follow the patterns that you've been following and living up to society's expectations of you, or you can choose to walk the authentic life route. You can choose to follow your heart. And I love the part where it says, you came here to create reality, not to accept it. Celebrate your sensitivity. Without it, you may not realize you have a choice. What do you want to bring into your life? This is the same message I have been trying to share through every single one of my episodes. You are powerful light beings. 
You have the power to bring into your life whatever you want. So what are you going to do with this superpower? How are you going to use it to change your life? I've given you examples of how I've used it and how it's changed my life. I never would have thought that I would have gotten to a place in my life where I would look back on my 2017 wake-up call and be extremely grateful and at peace because that happened to me. But if it hadn't, I don't know where I would be. And I can tell you that I absolutely love where I am now. I absolutely love waking up every single day, appreciating that today is a gift and that I can do whatever I want with it. I absolutely love knowing that I am never alone and that I am always surrounded by loved ones on the other side, guides, my source. I can't tell you what to do with your life, nor would I want to. We are all on our own individual journeys and none of our paths look exactly the same. All that I hope to do is inspire those people out there that are unhappy with where they are in life to look around them and see what they do appreciate about their life. Focus more on those things and see what happens. See if by changing your point of focus to the things that you enjoy about life and doing more of the things that you enjoy starts reflecting in the opportunities that come your way. Just being open to changing your point of attraction will be a start. And like I've said, you don't have to go looking for the limiting beliefs. They'll come up. Things in life will trigger you in certain ways. And at that time, you can decide whether that cycle that you're working through is something you want to continue to do or whether you want to set a new course. It's really as simple as that. Just go out and live your life, but do it in a way that brings you joy and happiness and peace. I really hope that this was helpful. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Unraveling the Veil. With all of my love, Yara Rose.